Hola, everyone. I'm Jenny Solans along with my husband, Ben. Hola, chicos. Bienvenidos a Breaking Español. Every week, we share our journey as we learn Spanish, immersing ourselves into Latin culture while raising our young son bilingual. And we hope that hearing our story inspires you to embark on your own language learning journey. ¿Están listos? Vámonos. Enjoy the show. Hola a todos. Thanks for joining us today. I'm going to interview a good friend of mine, Cedric Dahl, who is a filmmaker. Uh, he's a videographer. He's a nomad and a traveler. And he spent the past 10 months or so traveling, uh, most of that in Spain. So uh, he literally just landed at the airport, and I picked him up, brought him into the studio, and asked him all about it. So uh, I wanted to just share his journey with you in case any of you guys are looking to go to Spain and get some tips about where to go and all that. So thanks for listening, and here it is. Okay, so tell me tell me what's going on. So you just got back, mm-hmm. but you left you left us here. Us state-bound people. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long ago? I've been gone for just shy of a year, so like ten wow. months. Felicidades. Yeah, it's been <laughs> really good. And where did you go? Well, I planned to go everywhere, but then I went to Spain, mm-hmm. and it's hard to leave Spain. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so, where did you go in Spain? Well, I started in Barcelona, which is mm-hmm. an amazing city, and. I mean, you could easily spend three or four months just in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I love about Barcelona is it's very walkable. Yeah, It's got great public transportation. Everyone's super friendly. Mm-hmm. So if, if you just try to speak like a little bit of Spanish, even if you just try to eke out a few words, the people there will love you for yeah. it. And the, the thing about Spain that makes it so good is the people. The, the people have this dedication to hospitality. And it's not because it's their job. It's mm-hmm. because... They just love feeling good, and they want you to feel good, and that makes them feel even better. Right. And so you get this ridiculous positive feedback loop of them just spoiling you, you feeling good, and they they <clears throat> they feel so good about it that they spoil you even more. Yeah. And then you add to the fact that you know the prices right now are extremely cheap. It's almost parody, the euro, right? Well, the, the euro to dollar, sure, it's close, but the thing that makes it really uh, – extra good in Spain is that they're going through a a financial crisis. And so, you know, if you're from San Diego or San Francisco, one of these like major cities, your dollar will go three to four times further. Mm -hmm. And so you can have, you know, for what you would pay for a burrito in San Diego, you could have a very nice, like high class meal, Mm -hmm. right? Three courses or more with amazing tapas and all this other stuff. For for the same price that you would pay for a burrito here in San Diego. Don't get me wrong. San Diego <laughs> burritos are amazing. Yeah. But like your money goes much further there. Um, and they have jamón. So, I mean, ah, see. You know you know about that jamón. Yeah, of course. It's like a shaved cured ham. And they serve it in like a cone almost. Not like a cone you eat, but like a paper cone, right? And you just walk around with it like eating ham. <laughs> they, they take their ham very seriously. But and isn't it illegal here or something? I remember someone telling me about that. Like, you can't get it. You can't get that same here. There's something about the how they cure it or something that is illegal here. I I don't know, but there's probably an app that can tell us about the legal <laughs> status of hamon. Sure, sure. So did you eat a lot of hamon? Oh, my God. The, the food in <laughs> it Spain. It works well with your diet. The, well, the food in Spain is at a different level, right? So it's just everything in Spain is about satisfaction. Right, that's like that's the word. But they're not in a rush. Satisfecho. 
they're they're just they they want to eat well. They want to、mm-hmm. enjoy、uh, really long conversations.、Um, they just want to have what they call la, la pura vida. Like, la pura vida.、Sí. Yeah, that's like that's the thing, right? And they they know that they've got it. They know、yeah. they've got it figured out. And so the food is—it's really deeply satisfying. So what is it? It's fatty and salty,、mm-hmm. right? So you've got like, but not spicy. Not, I was not too so、spicy. bummed.、Yeah. I had a hard time because it almost was like Italian food to me. Okay, you know when I was there, I was just like, wait a minute, I need some some spice in my life, and I just could not. In fact, I think Barcelona was the only city where we actually found some of that. Okay, because you know it's such a cosmopolitan city、yeah. that they have food from all over. Like we—I think when we landed there. We'd been in Spain for I don't know two weeks or、yeah. something, eating just pure Spanish food,、right. pure traditional stuff. We were in Andalusia, and we landed there, and we're just like, I want a burger. Like、yeah. it was just the first time we got to, because everything was so seemingly bland to us.、Mm. But、uh, yeah, the fatty and salty, lots of olive oils. Yeah, well, and then so the thing about Spain that's really bizarre is that none of the Spanish people want to be Spanish unless they're in Madrid. <laughs> Every well, everybody、yeah. else. So like. In Barcelona, they want to be Catalonians. Right, they are. Right, they are. Yeah. And so every part of Spain outside of the middle claims to be its own thing. Right. And along with that unique culture comes like a unique food. Right.、Mm-hmm. So.、Um, In like the Northeast, they had a big influence from the Vikings, so they eat like Vikings. Yeah, right. And they have this culture, this tradition of having way more food than you can possibly <laughs> finish because you eat like a Viking, right? Yeah.、Um, and so every different region you go to, you, you see these like、um, these regional expressions. It's, it's pretty neat. So if you like food, oh, dude, so Spain's where did you to go to the Northeast? I did not. I did、uh, hear a lot about their food.、So、yeah, yeah,、go. and like a Bilbao and areas like that, San Sebastian、oh. or whatever. Well, this is just another reason to go back. Yeah, I, I think Anthony Bourdain had a show where he went up there. I mean, he's、yeah. had he's obviously been to Spain a dozen times, but、uh, he had one up there, and he said, you know, this is the greatest seafood in the world. He was in like a little fishing town, and he's、It's、like strong statement, it, it, especially from him, right? And he's he's looking at it, going, I just ate anchovies out of a can that are better. Than like any other anchovies I've had in any part of the world, and they're literally that's just like well, they're just a little fishing village, and it's like how they've been doing it for a thousand years or something, right? right? It's just like the culture there is so built around food, yeah. Yeah, and like if if you think about what is the food experience, right? It's not just about like the piece of animal or yeah, vegetable、right. that you're putting in your mouth. There's like this whole experience, right? There's like、mm-hmm. the people who greet you, the atmosphere, like. How it feels, the interaction with the person that you're with, and like that whole thing comes together to be like a meal. And in Spain, it's just all so good because like no one around you is stressed, right?、If、someone comes an hour late, oh, they're just on Spanish time, <laughs> right? So everyone's relaxed.、Yeah. The food is delicious.、Uh, there's a great amount of variety. You've got seafood. You've got meats. The only thing that you can't do in Spain is via Vegetarian or vegan? Yeah, they don't understand this concept. Right, <laughs> right. But as long as you're not a vegan or vegetarian, like you're gonna have a great meal. Yeah.、Um, and then if you are a vegan or vegetarian,、um, they'll look at you and they'll start to ask questions. They're like, "Okay, so can you eat chicken?"、Uh-huh. Like, "No, no, no, I'm a vegetarian." Oh, so can you eat fish?、Uh-huh. They they just can't compute this idea <laughs> that you might not eat meat. So, well, same thing about probably drinking too. I feel like when I was there, I mean, drinking a beer. Uh, the beer was very light, you know. It was very kind of like pilsners and lagers,、right. and you would drink beer there, kind of like people would drink a soda here. Yeah, it was like、oh, I've got you know I've got my my jamón and a beer. Yeah, and it's like I'm not drinking to get drunk. It's just I'm just like drinking a soda 
that has like a little bit of alcohol in it. Is it cold and does it have bubbles? Yeah, you know? right. So if you're an adult, you just you get a cerveza and they've got like these different sizes that are pretty yeah. standard. Like a, what is it? A caña, I think is yeah. like a glass and they have like a little, a baby one. Canita, yeah. And then like a really big one for feeling yeah. ambitious. Well, and were you there? So you've been there for a while. So were you, you were there over summer? Yeah. Okay. So I know like when we were in Madrid in the summer, they have drinks that are specific. So they have uh, Tinto Verano. Mm -hmm. which was wine with like a lemonade, like a seven up, like a lemon. Exactly. It's like Sprite and, uh, and and they serve the little beers. They don't serve a big glass of beer because it's too hot. Mm. And so you only get a little bit, so it'll stay cold. Yeah. 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 And it really depends on where you are. Right. So like, um, there are some places that will just give you free things when you order a beer. It's the strangest thing. And yeah. this is usually like in the south, so in like Granada. Yeah. I mean, even even some of the people who give tours are like, I don't know how this place stays in business <laughs> because I order three or four beers and I have a dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, you'll order a beer and they'll they'll just bring you food. That's tapas. And keep That's bringing what, you food, yeah. right? But if you go to like Barcelona, you order tapas. You pay yeah, for what you right. consume. Um and this, this I think, is part of that whole idea that like every corner of Spain is kind of like a, a different culture in a different place with like mm-hmm. sort of you can expect to experience different things. And then there's Las Palmas, um, where I spent my last month mm-hmm. in Spain, which is maybe the best part of Spain. And I was looking. So, so this is an island off of Morocco. These are seven islands. Seven islands. Okay. And the locals, what uh-huh. the locals say is you need to live seven lives so that you can spend one life on each island because <laughs> oh. they're all that good. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the main island um, called Gran Canaria. Uh, and the thing about it is it's it's also called the Little Continent mm-hmm. because it has every kind of terrain you could imagine. There's like a beach of full-size dunes, right? And in the huh. same island, you've got like proper uh, mountains that you could like, that you could climb. Like if you're into like, climbing yeah mountains <laughs> um they've got everything they've got surfing they've got uh paragliding which is really big over there um, and the thing that keeps coming back to me is just like how much richer you are when you're there like so i was at whole foods the other day and i i really got into cheese in spain because they really know their cheese right mm-hmm. and so i go to buy some cheese at whole foods and i look at like what i could buy like the percentage of a cheese wheel that i could buy for 5 bucks right and it's like a sliver uh-huh right dude for 5 euros i can buy an entire cheese wheel <laughs> right in gran canaria and so you go to this place and not only is it paradise but you're basically like multiplying your bank account by 3 or 4 yeah. right so you you be, you're suddenly like a wealthy person in paradise right it's you really can't ask for much else and how how was it um Similar to the food, how how was the language for you? Because you speak a fair amount of Spanish. Gracias. See, right? see. Si, si. si. uh, Uruguay. My mom's from Uruguay, and so ah, you know, speaking Spanish that. was always important in the family. Otherwise, ah, you get popped okay. on the head. Um, so, aprendiste uh, cuando su niño? Like, yeah, yeah. So, what happened is, um, my mom went to Uruguay to visit her parents, and she brought me along. And I think I was three at the time. Mm-hmm. And she got so sick, they wouldn't let her fly back to the States. Hmm. So we ended up staying in Uruguay for like three or four months. Oh, wow. And I lost all of my English huh. and got the like fluent Spanish of a four-year-old. How four old were you then? You said I was, three? I ended up being four. I had a birthday. Oh, nice. And so to this day, I have the fluent Spanish of a four-year-old. <laughs> Perfect. But, but living in Spain for several months, um, it improves. And the, yeah. the thing I love about Spain is people are so friendly. Even if you're struggling 
mm-hmm. with, with communicating, they'll just sit there and smile. Yeah. And they'll kind of like encourage you along. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you do run into like a little problem, they'll, they'll gently offer some guidance, you know, they're, they're just so pleasant. Yeah. You, you know, I, I have a, a theory about this. So we had a very similar experience and we had just been learning Spanish maybe for six months um, when we went. So we were still very early on kind of in our learning. But we, again, had that same thing where basically anytime we spoke a little bit of Spanish, people just lit up and they were so happy that we weren't just some American tourist expecting them to speak English or whatever. Yeah. And especially we were yeah in Granada, which is a very old town, very... Uh, there, there actually is a lot of tourism there, I felt. Yeah, I felt yeah. like buses of, especially because the Alhambra is there mm-hmm. and oh, all the yeah. flamenco shows. I mean, I feel it's a very touristy place, but uh, we didn't expect anybody to speak a word of English. And the fact that we were able to communicate in, Sp- in Spanish, I think people just really warmed up to us a lot more yeah. than maybe. Now, we've met other folks that are Mexican who w- Spanish was their first language. So they speak it fluently, right? They've right. spoken it like they, they speak English with an accent. They don't speak Spanish with an accent. Right. They go to Spain, though, and they say they get hated on. They, they Like people hate their accent and they're rude to them and this and that. And I think it's because they know that they're, Span- that they're Spanish speaking. Mm. And, and because of that, they think, oh, okay, like, like all of a sudden I don't like, I don't like your accent. But if you're like, if it's very clear that yeah. Spanish is not your first language, it's like, Oh, that's so nice that you're trying. I feel like there's this weird there's psychology weird. going on there. There's something very strange going on in Spain. So there's a, there's a couple of weird things that are worth calling out. The first one is, okay, the Spanish people are the nicest people maybe on the planet, right? <laughs> maybe. Like there's a chance. But the kids are spoiled out of their minds. Yeah. And and I don't know I don't know why this happens, but the Spanish schedule is like 6 hours <laughs> later than ours. So it'll be like midnight. Right. And there will be families pushing strollers and walking toddlers at like midnight, mm-hmm. 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Um, and the kids could just get away with murder. They can kick, scream, cry, whatever, no big deal. But somehow they turn into these wonderful adults that yeah. are just super nice. So that's that's one weird thing. The other weird thing is the way that the Spanish view the Spanish. Mm-hmm. So spanish people are very nice to foreigners extremely nice to foreigners right but i've heard from people from various parts of spain that they're both very clicky yeah like within their own little neighborhoods but then also um none of them want to be spanish unless they're from madrid right so like barcelona wants to be catalonia and um you know each of the corners basically like want to be their own yeah andalusia is andalusia right yeah yeah so I, I don't know what's going on with that. But if you're visiting Spain, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. So where else did you go? So you went to Barcelona. You went to Granada. So I, I started in Barcelona. And um, there's a couple things around that are worth calling out. There is a beach, uh, Santa Cristina, I, th- I think it's called. It's about an hour and a half north of Barcelona. It might be one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Wow. It's just like stunning and you've water. been there quite a few. I've been, I've been to a few beaches. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barcelona itself is just one of these cities that um, you'll you'll take a corner and you'll see something and it'll just take your breath away. Mm-hmm. So like they have this park um, where it was like the Olympic Park that they mm-hmm. had when the Olympics came by, and it is it's all open and free and almost no one knows about it, so it's almost always empty. So that's incredible. They have one of their older star architects has like a whole bunch of 
uh, monuments and mm-hmm. buildings. Gaudi. Yeah. Um, so Gaudi's got a bunch of things that are worth exploring. Yeah, Parc de Guel. Yeah. Which we were so bummed when we were there because literally like the week before we got there, they started uh, having – like making it a tourist attraction where you had to buy tickets and have like, so we, the tickets were all sold right, out when we went right. there and we were like, what the hell? Like two weeks ago, you could just walk through here right? and now you have to like pay 40 euros and like be there on the schedule. And it was yeah. like, this is so not Spanish to us. <laughs> I was like, you know, but Barcelona, yeah. Like you were saying is very, seems, you know, from us coming from Madrid to Sevilla to Granada yeah. and then going to Barcelona it was like we're in a totally different country now this is not Spain anymore right. you know it felt so different um, but yeah yeah that all that architecture is incredible there it's and it's really worth spending I mean I would recommend spending no less than a week did you go Barcelona. to Sagrada Familia yeah inside of it and everything amazing yeah um and then outside of Barcelona um, I really wanted to check out Valencia I haven't been there yet yeah. but I, I hear it's definitely worth visiting I ended up going down to this little tiny old old port town called Cadiz, mm-hmm. which is like one of the oldest Cadiz, yeah, which is one of the, like the oldest cities in Spain. It's super super old, um, and I, th- I think it actually has the highest level of unemployment in yeah. all of Spain. People which they have like lazy. it's like fifty percent or something right now, uh, right? Probably higher than that. No, yeah, no there was working. a great interview in NPR. They were talking to like younger people there right now, and they were like, oh, "So, what do you think? Do you think you'll like?" Go back to school or like move to Germany or something. And they were just like, no way. <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, like no, I'm not day. leaving Spain. Like, we'll, we'll figure this out. It'll be fine. Like, yeah. So go with the flow. Like, so Cadiz is a really great place to just like relax and veg out and like mm-hmm. do a lot of nothing. And I went to this amazing little wakeboard camp um, yeah, near you... Cordoba called Extreme Gene. I, I stayed there for a month. It was kind of like in this little lake in the middle of nowhere. Um, maybe like a half an hour from Cordoba, which is like an, another one of the very old cities yeah. in Spain, you know, castles well, everywhere. So, but Cordoba's kind of far from, from oh, no, you said Valencia. Yeah, so Cadiz is just uh, south of Cordoba. Right. So And the, it's near Malaga too, right? That's right. Yeah. So Malaga is a little bit north. Uh-huh. So what you can do is you can go all the way to the bottom of Spain uh, to Tarifa, and you can actually see Africa. Yeah, from, Morocco, right? Yeah, from the, the edge of Tarifa. And the thing about Tarifa is that it has the highest amount of suicide in all of Spain, this little tiny town. Hmm. And um, the reason is that the wind drives people crazy. Really? So what, what happens is all of this wind comes through Tarifa, and it's great for kite surfers. There's a, there's a big kite surfer community there. But people are stuck indoors so often, hmm. and their lives are so affected by the wind that they now have this expression. When someone's a little crazy, mm-hmm. oh, they're touched by the wind. Were you touched by the wind? Did it happen? Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little bit touched by the wind sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, traveling is really good, especially in a place like Spain. Because um, I think part of the – like one of the neat things about traveling is the people that you mm-hmm. meet when you're traveling. Not just the locals, but the other travelers. And, you know, humans were social. And so when you're traveling, you're like extra – like you, you're sort of like sponging. Uh, you're, you're trying to like look for any other human like friends that you can make. So you're like really open to making new yeah. friends, and you make these really quick friendships with other people who are also traveling, and you have this like really intense bond and these intense memories of these places you've gone. Um, I was really lucky to make little vlogs of most of my days in mm-hmm. Spain. I think I ended up with like thirty Spain vlogs. Yeah. 
so most most of my second month, I think, first second month mm-hmm. was uh, was captured in vlog, um, and it was a really cool way to uh, to check out. Can I plug my my vlog? Absolutely, yeah. We'll yeah. put links to it. And All right, yeah. Go to YouTube. Uh, look look me up, Cedric Dahl. To find my videos. <laughs> we'll put links there. Yeah, and you have you have a very interesting uh, collection of videos <laughs> because you've made films. Uh-huh. And you vlogged, yeah. and you make all like the the skydiving into Burning Man thing. Yeah. So you have like a pretty wide array of like really interesting, diverse. There's, there's content. no focus. There's there's no <laughs> point other than making movies because it's fun. Hey, but hey, you know, people as long as people enjoy them, then yeah. that's great, right? There's some utility in it. Yeah. So then, okay, so you move on from the the wakeboarding camp, right? And then now you're in the Canary Islands because you yeah. went to Croatia, right? Right. Right. And so there's seven of them right yeah so there's these seven islands these uh these islands in las palmas and the the locals will just tell you they'll, they'll make jokes about it they'll be like hey so you're traveling right and you're like yeah yeah you'll be like they'll ask do you know how many places i've been none because this is paradise <laughs> i have no reason to leave and um the only thing they say is that that you need to have seven lives so that you can have one full lifetime on each of these seven islands right because they're they're so good. There's there's a name like a local name for each island. Um, the one I was on was the Little Continent, and then the one nearest us is I think it's called the Pretty Island, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be just like out of this world, really beautiful. Um, and Las Palmas, Gran Canaria, it it's small, right? For like a state, which is I think basically what it is. Um, but it's like humongous for a city mm-hmm. and it, when you go out towards the middle of the island, it almost looks like something out of avatar, hmm. right? It's so strange cause you really have like all of the features that you'd be looking for in like a continent. It has mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. It sounds like Hawaii almost. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I haven't been to Hawaii, mm-hmm. but from what I've, what I've heard. Yeah. But there's like a collection of islands. Some of them are bigger and smaller. They have all these different features. Right. And then, but a lot of them have. Like, yeah, like you can, you know, drive up a mountain and yeah. now it's 20 degrees and snowing. Yeah. Right. Because you're on a volcano <laughs> way up in the sky. Exactly. And then you go down and it's 80 degrees and raining, yeah. you know, so you it, can kind of get everything. Yeah, It's really strange. You know, when you're driving up to the mountains, it, it sort of feels like the uh, the northeast of India where the mm-hmm. tea farming happens. And then when you're on some of the beaches, it looks a lot like Africa. Mm. But when you're in the cities... You know, Spain was a massive empire with a lot of money, and so the infrastructure is excellent. Yeah. So you have these very clean, extremely safe cities with this very strange tropical. Yeah. Uh, now, sort so of environment. so this is off the coast of Morocco, and it have, how many of the islands have you been to? Just one. the one. Just oh the wow! One. Yeah. You need you need to go back. I need seven more lifetimes. <laughs> you need seven more lifetimes. So tell me, um, last thing about okay. So well, first off, you haven't you didn't haven't been to Madrid. I have not been to Madrid. See, I feel like that's you didn't even fly into Madrid. I'm a little intimidated by the seven Why? million people living in Madrid. It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm telling you, we had the greatest time. We stayed. There's an area called Lava PS, like wash your feet. Okay. <laughs> and it's uh, not very touristy. Yeah. Uh, like it was an Airbnb we stayed at, and we had like the the people, like you were saying in yeah. in Spain, are just incredible. I forget when we landed, it was like at night and it was, you know, early there, like 10 or 11 p.m. So it's very early. And we heard it was like, you know, really kind of thin, narrow roads, very kind of Western European. And there were uh, there was like a band or something like a marching band. 
And we're like, what the hell is going on? And literally it was. It was like a marching band, but it was like very Burning Man-esque. Yeah. Right? Everybody had these like crazy like uh, like get-ups on and they had drums and they were singing just kind of slowly marching down the street of the neighborhood. And we're like, okay, let's see what this is about. So we go from there. We were just like, well, shit, let's go join them. And we joined this like big crowd of people now, you know, just marching down the street to like this little square, like a little like kind of town square where these three roads intersect. And then this band of like nine drummers and people with all kinds of instruments stop and they have a giant crowd around and they just start playing music, just like screaming. And everyone apparently knows the songs. We have no idea what they're saying, uh, but we're just all screaming along for like an hour. And and they're not even asking for donations and stuff. People are like throwing money at them, but they didn't even, right. it didn't seem to be coordinated around making right. money. No, no, it's about satisfaction. Yeah, it seemed to be like, this is what they enjoyed doing. Right. And it was very, I mean, so that was our experience in Madrid. Then we went to some bars and like met a ton of people. Everyone super nice, super cheap, like you were saying. Yeah. We, you we have to go. A, I will absolutely go. It's very different experience though. Yeah. Very urban, like but very, you know, the same things you get in the other places, the good food, the right. good people and all that. Um, we had a similar experience with the music in Sevilla. Uh huh. So, or not Sevilla, Granada. So, um, mm-hmm. in Granada, you know, it's this very old place, and there's the Lambra there. And so, it's the end of the day, and we're going to go watch, um, you know, the fireworks that they shoot occasionally. Mm-hmm. So we we go up to the highest point we can, and then we see that there's this church just a little further, kind of like on the outskirts of the city. So I send up the drone, and when I have the drone up there, I see that there's this massive group in front of this church, and they're like rocking out. And so we we walk up and they just there's just this massive group of like maybe two three hundred people just playing music singing along just for the fun of it. It's yeah. not about money. It's not what about, kind of music? Flamenco? No, not no. even flamenco. Just I don't know what you would call it. Like pop or something. It was just um, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure what the I guess it was like modernish music. You know, <laughs> just yeah, people yeah. people playing music and singing along, but um. There's there's this spirit to Spain. It's like they get it, you know. They they get that life is short and it's to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I have never experienced anything like Spain before. So if there's like to the people listening, if they only get one thing out of this, go to Spain. <laughs> Are you gonna go back? How could you not go back? I mean, like really go back though. If I mean, I. I, I think I may have proposed to one or two of my friends that have European citizenship <laughs> so that I could have stayed longer in Spain, <laughs> allegedly. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for uh, being a good friend and sharing your stories here. And uh, yeah, buen viaje. Gracias, señor. It was a lot of fun. Good to be back. Good to see you. Yeah. And, uh, I hope that everyone listening to this goes to Spain. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone will. Woo! <laughs> All right. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks for listening. You can find full show notes and images from today's episode at BreakingEspanol.com. We appreciate you listening and would love to see you back here again, so be sure to subscribe now. We have new episodes weekly. Thanks and see you next time. Adios.